Hey guys, it's Trey from All Sports Best. Just want to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you want stickers, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We'll send them to you for free because we do appreciate you for actually listening to the show. It does mean a lot. And if you want to be on the next podcast, then just DM us all the same, right? Let's get some stickers going out there and let's get some podcasts um, made with you guys. We'd love to have you guys and hear from your perspective. Today, we've got some really cool um some really cool guests. We got Jacob Albert from Pe- Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We got Dave Casel of Bleacher Fan from New York City. We've got Nick Coppola of Lubbock, Texas, and Justin Carr of Carlsbad, New Mexico. So really cool to have different people on, give different perspectives from all around the country. And if you'd like to give your input, do your input, or even just talk about sports. Like we don't have to talk about what's going on in your town. We could just talk about, you know, some predictions you have, maybe the fact that Tom Brady's now a buccaneer and how weird that might be. Um, and some of the trades going on in the NFL, they have continued to keep us alive right now in the sports world. Like people are, man, we can't watch games. We can't, you know, see new highlights and things like that. But we do have the NFL doing their very best to keep us sane, right? No March Madness, no MLB, NFL, um, NBA, anything like that going on right now, postponed, delayed, canceled, and, uh, you know, it it is not easy. So I totally feel your pain there. Believe me, it's hard to talk about things that aren't there um, anymore, so it's... It's tough, but guys, let's just stay safe out there. My high, my uh, my tip of the day, I guess, is just to keep staying safe, stay clean, and wash your hands, all that stuff, all that good stuff everybody talks about. Don't get close to people. Don't go out and touch people. I know you probably trust them. You see them, they're your friends. Go shake, go dap them up, go you know, give them a high five and things like that. But it's just better to stay safe because of the people that you love could be you know at risk if if you don't. So. Just kind of a, a tidbit there. I got to give a shout out to some of the pro players that are out there saying, you know, go stay, uh, keep your distance, stay home as much as possible, that kind of thing, because they're out there for the kids that don't want to listen to their parents, right? I want to go hang out with my friends. Let me just go hang out. Let me just go to the bowling alley. Let me just go do this, which probably isn't really available in your town anymore. Um, you know, they have a second opinion. They get a second opinion from a pro that they look up to from one of their idols. And they're like, you know what? Okay, finally, my mom and dad are maybe they're making sense. So um, really cool there for them to reach out and stuff. And to the owners and to the players like Zion that are that are actually paying the the hourly workers of their stadium just because they can't go to work and that's their livelihood. So, you know, in order to keep these games going, you got to have people that are doing their part to make these operations work, putting the court together, making sure the concession stands, um, have people to sell stuff, ticket, people accepting tickets, things like that. So to the people that are giving out money to these uh, workers, got to give a big shout out to them as well, because that is um, one of the coolest things I've heard. And I know the MLB all came together and they're giving a million dollars per team to their uh, workers like uh, like that too. So really, really cool there. But guys, without further ado, we're going to get into the podcast. So thank you so much for listening once again. And uh, let's go. Welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. Turn up the volume because it's time for your favorite sports show. Your one-stop shop for sports talk. Three, two, one. All right, guys, I'm here with Jacob Albert of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. He plays basketball. He plays baseball. He's a freshman in high school. Um, It's cool to have you on, man, Pennsylvania. It's pretty far away from where I am right now in New Mexico. So how are you doing today, and, you know, what what are things looking like? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm I'm doing pretty good. Um, 
I wouldn't say it's like a struggle, to say the least. It's kind of like a, you know, you wouldn't expect this to kind of happen. It's kind of like a, not really like a flu, but it's, you know, it's a little bigger than the flu. It's a little, little crazier and a little more hectic, but um, yeah, it's, it's going pretty well. Um, uh, let's see. I, I'd say like my town, it's not, it's not really like big in my town because we don't really have any cases in Allentown, which is the closest city near us. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's like, you can see towards, or I have a map pulled up. It's like New York, Oregon, or New York, Washington, and then California are the biggest hitters. Okay. And I can just see it like, you know, spread over a little bit, but you know, I think at one point it's going to get, you know, a little, it's going to get pretty crazy, but uh, it's not that, it's not that bad, but yeah. So tell me about your view of this, uh, you know, at this point in time, is this a big overreaction in your opinion, or do you think that, you know, it's a good time to just kind of make sure people are staying to themselves, make sure people aren't spreading things around. How have you, how do you view this? Um, I'd say it's a little bit of both. I mean, there are definitely some people who take this, you know, way too big, you know, people that are bunkering. I mean, I mean, bunkering down your house for two weeks, like, isn't the worst idea. I think that that's what I'm trying to do. But people yeah. who are like constantly going to the stores, grabbing everything they can find, sure. you know, and not letting other people like have some of those necessary things so that it can make them, you know, more comfortable living in a time like this. Right. But also I think that people should be getting prepared because at one at some point it will get I, I think that it will get really big. Um but yeah, it, you know, it's simple, just like keep washing your hands, stay away from sick people, uh, you know, things like that. Stuff you would normally do to like not get not catch a flu or right. a cold or something like that, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I wanna kinda touch in on the on the sports uh, component of your life right now. You got to finish out basketball, uh, which is really cool. Some people didn't get to finish out their season. It was towards the end and then just, sorry, not happening. Um, but you're playing baseball. So tell me, you know, how this affects your team. Do you guys get a chance to get together? Do you have to, you know, just keep it all virtual? How does this work? So, you know, it, it, it honestly, it's it sucks because some of the seniors that were on my team, you know, since the NCAA can't read, register high school, which make which honestly makes sense to me, but right. it kind of stinks for them because that was it, like that that's it for them. They're done. They can't. And as a freshman, like this, like this hurts. But I also have three more years, hopefully, right. to play and stuff. But um. You know, my team, I, I ho- hopefully we get to meet up again. Um, I'm not saying that it will happen, but I, there's, a, there's a small chance. Um, you know, like I said before, you know, we might go to a field and, you know, just do some dry hitting, um, have have BP or something like that, possibly throw a couple bullpens, and then, you know, pack it up before, you know, we get in trouble or anything. But <laughs> You guys are going to go at, you know, 2 a.m., you know, where uh... – night vision goggles to make sure nobody knows you're even there at all. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nice. Play super safe. Right. So like, have there been any mandated, you know, regulations in your state saying, okay, you cannot have contact with your team. You cannot have contact with your coach and stuff like that. Physically, obviously you guys can text and stuff or, or whatever messaging you do, but you know, is there anything that's mandated or you guys just playing it safe? Cause you feel like that's the best way to go. We'll see. We have the PIAA, which is a um, sports organ. It's like an org- like an organization where 
you know, they make the schedules, you know, put all the rosters together. It's kind of like a Pennsylvania-wide thing. Mm. And when the governor said that all schools in Pennsylvania would be closing for two weeks, for the PAAA, if the school closes, the season's postponed. So no matter what, okay. like if it's, if we have a game on a Monday and the school's closed, we can't play that game, you know? So it's like, it's all this crazy stuff. I don't, I, I, I wasn't really getting into detail with it. Like I was too concerned for like, you know, all the seniors that can't play and like the guys at Lehigh, which is a local college, division one college that can't play. Like, this is insane. Like there's no way this is actually happening. But, um, I, I don't think there's actually like a mandated thing that like we can't physically come in contact with our coaches. Cause that to me seems a little over the top. Like, sure. I mean, as long as you're keeping like a, a good distance and you know, you, you know, washing your hands and everything like, I don't think that is that what's happening in your state. Is that what like what was mandated? Yeah, I mean, in in our state, you we, we can't come in contact with our players. We can't, you know, say, "Hey, man, we're just going to do a one on one session for thirty minutes. Let's go get some hitting in, and then we'll rotate out and stuff." So people aren't all together um, in groups. We can't even do that. So um, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. They they've threatened fines. They've threatened uh, firings if you even get in contact. So things are getting crazy over here in New Mexico. But um, for you, it seems like there's a little bit more, not flexibility, but flexibility, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know if you saw this, Trevor Bauer and his, you know, his group, his production crew, uh, they actually filmed and put on live that they're going to, or uh, a wiffle ball game with some pro players because, you know, they want to give the fans something that they want to see and stuff like that. How have you felt without being able to watch sports because when you play sports you typically love to watch them so tell me about it oh uh, you know with the with the tournament being canceled or whatever they're doing with that you know it was it's always fun you know you know you sit and you watch these incredible athletes in college do something that you want to be able to do when you get to that kind of level yeah and sit there you know with your friends your family you know like root for teams and then to have it all be shut down i mean it, it's 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 getting it's getting a little crazy. I think as I said before, I don't think that it's like overhyped or like underhyped. I think it's like kind of like right in that middle area where you know people should be taking cautions. But it's like it's really I don't think it's that big of a deal right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. Tell me what you've been doing for it, like with your time over the last few days. Is is video gaming becoming a big part of your life? TV, Netflix. What's going on? Well, so I'm trying to like keep myself in like a good like level of shape that I was when baseball season was going on, you know, yeah. going for run, going for runs and stuff, working out, um, you know, so stuff, stuff like that. But like, honestly, it's as simple as just like throwing around in the yard with like a sibling or, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm definitely going to get towards doing that, doing that kind of stuff, but video games, not really like I've kind of like, I have played video games before. I mean, not like, you know, some kids like you hear these like kids playing for twelve hours, like so nothing like that. Yeah, nothing yeah. too serious. But, you know, I if it got to a point where we were stuck down in our house for six weeks, like they're saying that they might do, you know, I don't know, depends. But you know, our parent, my parents are just like trying to keep. I have three brothers too, so it's like it's always hectic around the house sometimes. You know, sure. trying to figure out what to do. I mean, if we get six weeks off, I mean, maybe I don't know, but you know, just keeping yourself good hygiene, you know, going out. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable going to like malls and like stuff like that, that's fine. But I'd say going for a walk or two a day would really, you know, keep you in that physical state, you know, like 
This isn't over. Like, you know, you might still have a season, but yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So do you guys have last question? Do you guys have plenty of, of supplies and food and stuff to last you guys for a bit? Or are you guys making store runs? So my parents actually made a store run yesterday. They got a bunch of food, everything set, uh, non-perishable food. Um, how was it? It, I, I mean, I didn't go with them, but you know, they got a bunch of food that like, you know, we could have for the long haul and no, like, I mean, we have milk and stuff, but nothing that can like go bad, you know, mm-hmm. uh, make it a little easier ourselves. But yesterday we were watching, you know, president Trump and all, and all the people that were on with him and everything they were talking about. He said that he talked to a bunch of, um, you know, these food suppliers that they're going to keep restocking their shelves no matter if like the city or something shuts down like for a while, like, you know, that Montgomery County place, it's all like, it's all shut down. Everyone's on quarantine, but you can still like make trips to a grocery store. If you need food, like if it's like, if it's that bad, you know, like yeah. if you're running out of food, you know, the government just can't be like, Oh, you can't eat food anymore since you ran out. You know, that's, you know, they can't really do that. But for us, uh, governor Wolf, who's the governor of Pennsylvania said that, as if the city, if Pennsylvania gets shut down, you can you can't drive, but you can drive to only make trips to get essentials to like essential stores like yeah. food, um, clothes necessarily. Maybe we're not even sure about that yet, but um, I I just it it really like makes me annoyed. It makes me like not really pissed off, but all these people are rushing to these stores now. To just like take all this food from everyone else that needs it as well. Like, mm. one of my friends had to leave North Carolina early to, you know, because they didn't want to get risk of getting it. You know, shout out Will. They didn't want to get risk. They didn't. They didn't want to get risking it. They didn't want to like risk getting the coronavirus, right? Sure. Which is which was just it was it was smart, right? So they came home and he, you know, he Facetimed me and he was showing me a Wegman, Wegmans and. Dude, it was empty, man. Like all wow. the freezer empty, shelves gone. It's like, it, like it's. As I said before, it's like it's a little over the top, but mm. I think that people should be prepared. Not toward, not not in like that serious of a way where they're just taking food, but I don't know, man. This is get this is get pretty this is get pretty hectic. It is, it is. Jacob, thank you so much for being on. Um, we'll keep in touch. All right, yeah, thank you. All right, guys, that was Jacob Albert. From Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, I want to give a big thanks to him for being on the podcast, giving us his perspective. Next up is Dave Casel from New York City of Bleacher Fan. So go check out Bleacher Fan on Instagram. It's a really cool account. And uh, we actually met about a year ago on social media, uh, which is one of the coolest things about social media. You meet people you might not ever meet otherwise. So that's really cool. But um, yeah, let's go on over to Dave. Hey, guys. Now I'm here with Dave Casel of bleacher fan on instagram so if you haven't checked it out go check out bleacher fan on instagram uh you will not be disappointed super good content fun and entertaining sports content and good news too which is really cool he's an editor uh for a betting website is that correct dave yes uh, in, website. in new york city so um we're gonna get a whole new perspective from across the country um in new york city dave how's it going over there it's good. It's uh, it's different, but uh, I'm sure everywhere in the country is experiencing some uh, difference from normalcy. Uh, right. So I think you know New York is doing its best to try and adapt and move forward and get this get this uh, you know illness away from everyone as yeah. quick as possible. Well, see when when we're thinking about it from our perspective in New Mexico, 
we hear a lot of things like, well, they just came from New York City. We need to be careful and stuff like that. For some reason, I think there's a stigma around your area that, you know, it's it's big time over there. Is that the case or is it kind of an overreaction um, from our standpoint? I mean, I think it's it's fair. Uh, you Just on sheer number size, you have to assume that New York will be uh, somewhat of a, a hotspot or an epicenter in a just in any type of infectious disease like that because, mm-hmm. you know, we're to- more than twice the size of any other city in the country. We have, you know, to all the people that travel through here for, uh, you know, a million different reasons, whether it's tourism or business or, you know, their personal life. Um, there's just so it's such a melting pot of a city um, that it, you know, it, it's hard to it's hard to keep it away. And, you know, I, now with such a, it, it's the disease starting in, in Asia and China specifically. And that now in Italy, there's there's huge Chinese and Asian and Italian populations in New York. So mm. um, you have to, you know, a lot of a few cases are people that have just came back from Italy. Um, so you have to, you have to be cautious in that sense, but, uh, you know, just North of New York city in New Rochelle, one of the bigger suburbs of, of the city mm. is, uh, their whole city is on like quarantine. It's lo- basically on lockdown. Uh, and that was, that was a real hot spot. I think that was where it really blew up in New York first before it even got to the city. But I believe they reported the mayor of New York reported there was 470 something confirmed cases in New York, really? which I I believe is the most in the country. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's alarming, but you know, also we have eight and a half, nine million people to you know infect potentially. So that's it's a little different than you know some some town in in Nebraska or you know really any other state. You right, know, there's right. no other there's no city that compares to New York in terms of size. So. And you know, with the, the the subway system and all the public transportation that's available, it's such a easy it's an easy way for people to get around New York so quickly, and you know, unfortunately, like spread this type of thing. Um, yeah, it's not very clean for the most part. Yeah, no, there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of holes in in that you know aspect in New York. It's it's disappointing, but that's you know that's the reality of the situation, and you know, we have to, I think for that reason are forced to take extra precaution, uh, because if New York gets out of control and it's, you know, it's the same amount of people that are coming into New York or going out of New York to other yeah. cities in the country, other places in the world. So it's, it's worrisome, you know, New York has to be under control. So for the people back home listening, could you kind of give us maybe like a landmark close to where you live that we would be like, Oh, okay. That's kind of where he is in the city. Um, I am, a little bit east of the uh, of Central Park. Okay, let's say okay. Um, like the bottom bottom right corner of Central Park. I'm mm-hmm. you know five ten minute walk from. Okay, all right. So you're I mean you are dead center. I mean you're in the city city. So we're not talking about yeah yeah. I'm okay. in I'm in Manhattan for sure. And I you know my office is right to block away from Madison Square Garden on Thirty Fifth and Seventh. So. Um, um, you know, on a normal day, I'm traveling, you know, right into the epicenter of, of, you know, all the tourist stuff that everyone probably knows from around the country. How long ago was it that you decided I'm going to work from home because your job allows you to do that? Um, I'm assuming you just have a, a, a solid laptop that you can just work on and get your stuff done. But when was it that it started to be like, OK, we got to have you work from home? Uh, they gave us last Tuesday was the 
was the last time I was in the office. So a week ago today oh. was the last time, the uh, last time I was in the office. And then uh, Wednesday was a work from home optional day. Yeah. And then I, I happened to Thursday happened to be my off day last week. And I, uh, Thursday was the day I believe they canceled March madness and stuff really started to ramp up in terms of, Oh boy, this is like, this is going to change the world for a little while. Uh, and then at beyond that point, it was just, yeah, you, you should stay home. And now it's, we're looking at, you know, six to eight weeks of, of work from home. Wow. Uh, based on weeks. Yeah. I mean, that, uh, the CDC came out and said they, they recommend eight weeks for of social distancing. Mm-hmm. Um, to really, you know, if, if we want to have a good shot at defeating this as fast as possible. So I think most companies are going to try to abide by that, at least for now. Um, the thing is with this is it, it feels like it, it's such, it's developing and changing on a, a literally an hourly basis. Um, you know, when we went, look at the NBA, we went from tipping off a game to canceling or suspending the season in, in a matter of an hour. Right. You know, um, so this stuff is really it's it's almost hard to you know predict or say what what you think is going to come because the the trajectory changes in in a matter of minutes uh, on what you know what they're going to do you know tor- you know two days ago forty eight hours ago they were they were they said they weren't going to close New York City public schools four hours later they they were closed right. you know uh, the whole state was closed so um, it's just it's such a fluid situation in that sense and really. Um, it, it's worrisome at some point, but it, you know, it's, you'd rather them take the, the preventative measure, preventative measures than, you know, be, be caught on the wrong side of that. Yeah. You're dead center of the sports world, right? You have a really cool Instagram page centered around sports. You are an editor for a sports betting company. So what is the climate like in your company? I know you said you work, you're working from home and, and you're staying away from people right now, which is, which is really good. But I mean, what what do you guys post? You can't really bet on any sports right now. Are you guys doing some bets on trades and off-season uh, moves? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely altered our, our content landscape for sure. Um, we, we, we've had to change it to the sense in the sense we um, are writing more like uh, a lot more opinion pieces, a lot more, um, you know, kind of historical lookbacks. Uh, Stuff like, you know, we're even going into college stuff, you know, who are free NFL free agency is actually really saving us NFL in the draft, uh, free agency in the draft. Um, so we're doing a lot of, you know, free agent NFL free agent stuff on, you know, comparing signings. We cover fantasy football too. So we can take that as an angle, um, with, you know, various free agents going anywhere and their potential fantasy impact. Um, but a lot of stuff, you know, greatest running backs from a certain school, uh, you know, best, best wide receivers from a certain team. There's, it's a really a lot of historical lookbacks and, um, as far as content goes. Yeah. As far as content goes, I was going to say, I don't know how you can bet on that. (laughs) No. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, It's it's really moved away from betting content. Um, yeah, we are doing some horse racing stuff because horse racing is one of the few things that's still up and running. Mm, Um, so that that's another piece that we're really ramping up just because it's really all we all we got but it's definitely a limited uh limited view in terms of what our content is and i can imagine a lot of the sports world is is struggling to do the same it's tough uh, man. but 
it is what it is. And unfortunately, you know, people are home ready to consume content and we we're struggling to provide it because there's just so little uh, to talk about. You know, it's basically everything Corona. I mean, you know, the ESPN shows and all those, they'll have stuff to talk about because they'll just kind of, uh, you know, talk about how Corona is affecting the sports world. Uh, but, you know, it's it's impossible to escape uh, any Corona talk at this point. It's just, it's dominating the coverage in, in every aspect of our lives. I think when this epidemic kind of started, it was like, oh, okay, this is funny. You know, people are trying to make fun of it, trying to, you know, have jokes about it. We know Rudy Gobert's situation and, and Donovan Mitchell, the whole Utah Jazz situation. But um, I don't know. At what point do you think people at home were like, okay, I don't really want to see jokes about it because it's actually something we need to be concerned about as, um, as opposed to joking about or laughing about? Uh, yeah, I would, I would say probably close to when the NBA and all the teams, uh, leagues started canceling stuff here in America, at least. Um, I have, I have some family over, over in Italy. Um, thank God they're, they're all safe and everything, but, um, I, I kind of got an earlier view of, of what, you know, on the ground view of what was really happening. And it's, it was, it was sobering. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're not some third world country, you know, they're a, a first world country with, yeah. you know, all the resources and, and they were caught off guard because they didn't take it seriously. And it was, you know, they were, they were warning us two weeks before, like, listen, we were you guys a month ago, yeah. you know, you got, you got to take this seriously. This isn't a joke. Uh, so, but I think to end, you know, all the sports leagues canceling everything was really sobering, uh, especially March Madness, because that's something that, you know, that's, that's their moneymaker. That's everything, you know, to cancel March Madness. It's literally never happened. And since 1938, the tournament's been happening. It's never happened. You know, this is a, a literally a once in a lifetime thing for almost everyone on the planet. So yeah, it's, I, I think that was really the sobering moment that changed a lot of people's view on this and, at least made them stop and stare, you know, in a sense. And Okay. We got to, we got to really take a look at this thing and make sure what's going on. We know what's going on here. Dave, when you guys are doing your sports betting and things like that, what is the typical, and I'm going to kind of try and not, not, not to get away from the subject of everything that's going on right now, but just to kind of go back a little bit, what sport generates the most money in bets? NFL by a mile. NFL? Um, yeah, it's wow. it's not close. Um, you know, Mar March Madness is the opening weekend is the biggest weekend in Vegas of all year, even passes the Super Bowl. Uh, but I think that has to do with just sheer size of of the tournament and how many games are going. You know, you got thirty two games in in a four day span. I mean, sorry, uh, six, what is it? Thirty thirty two plus sixteen. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so uh, it's a, that's a shit ton of games to to bet on and. You know that outside of that, it's it's football. It, football is king. Uh, NBA and college basketball are probably next after NFL, then college football, then NBA and college basketball are right after that. Uh, but you know, we we do see a lot of uh, success with uh, premier event like bo big boxing events, big UFC events. Uh, the masters stuff like that, but there's just not the volume. So single events will take precedent, but there's not the volume in those sports throughout the year yeah. that there is in, in, you know, the, the majors. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's really 
football's king as it is. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's this this whole thing's just blowing my mind away. But it's it's really cool to know football is king in bets because I was thinking horses were still kind of the thing that people were super obsessed about betting on. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's still huge. Yeah, it's still huge. Uh, and like I said, like when the triple crown comes around, it's you know content blows up around it because mm-hmm. the whole world's watching the triple crown. Yeah. Uh, now if you were to take, if you were to take just people who bet on their respective sports, horse racing, people might be the most dedicated. They might even be the most knowledgeable. Uh, but in terms of sheer volume, it's, it's the NFL because you're getting every, every Joe blow and, you know, beer drinking dude on his couches is, is throwing money on, on a game every weekend or, or in some form or fashion, whether it's on, you know, DraftKings or FanDuel or, or whatever, you know, their local bookie or their offshore account are now in one of the states with legal sports betting. Um, there's, there's no shortage of opportunity. It's, it's very easy to find a way to make a bet in today's landscape, whether it's legal in your state or not. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Um, before you go, I got one last question for you. What is your reaction? I know you're from New York city. Um, that Tom Brady will not be coming back to the Patriots. I don't know if you hate him, you love him, but uh, that's you know the news out right now. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm a Giants fan, so I you know I'm I'm no fan of Tom Brady, but you know we we did have his number every time we went yeah. up against him in, in the most important games. But um, I I mean I, I don't know it to me it it never it, something that we seemed off from the from the day the season ended. There was a part of me that it was obviously like. Uh, you know, he's just going to end up in the Patriot with the Patriots again. It's I'm fooling myself. Um, but mm. something really did seem off, uh, this year. Uh, it just didn't add up. You know, he let himself become a free agent. He sold his house in, in, uh, Massachusetts. He bought two apartments in New York. Um, it just didn't seem, didn't seem, it seemed different this year. Um, so I'm not, I'm shocked, but I'm not, totally shocked it's kind of like oh wow he actually did it i can't like i can't believe he actually did i thought it was possible but now that it's real it's it's kind of still sobering um but it'll be interesting to see where it goes i guess i guess it's down to uh either tampa bay or or uh chargers i'm just you know doing quick math in my head right and let unless i mean oakland signed Mariota, they have car in house but gruden doesn't seem too pleased with that that uh that duo so maybe oakland's an option but or sorry las vegas now um so we'll see but uh odd for him to announce just that he's leaving rather than have a team ready or you know it's kind of like a half measure like yeah i don't know where i'm going yet but i'm not gonna go there right which is a odd thing it almost makes it seem like there was real disconnect like I, I just don't want to play there, you know, like mm-hmm. we clearly can't come to an agreement. So I don't know what I'm doing yet, but it's not going to be there. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely, it'll, it'll carry the news, the sports world news for a while uh, until he makes his decision. As you can see, it's on every wall to wall coverage right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, uh, Tom Brady put Boston on his back for some time. Now he's going to put the whole world on his back so that they have something to talk about. Yeah, yeah, he's saving them, <laughs> saving ESPN's coverage. For That's sure. right. That's right. All right, Dave, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Love your content on Instagram, and I encourage anybody listening right now to go and check it out on 
Instagram. It's at Bleacher Fan. You can find it easily. Uh, Dave, any last words? Uh, no, just thanks for having me. Um, really enjoy your content as well. Uh, I'd love to do it again sometime. All right, guys. That was Dave Casel of New York City and Bleacher Fan. Uh, really crazy things going on over there. We just actually got the news uh, earlier that Kevin Durant has the coronavirus or has contracted it somehow. Um, four other people or three other people on the Brooklyn Nets have it as well. So not really sure what's going forward from now, but but it's it's really good to look back and go, you know, we stopped the NBA games from happening, fans from coming into the doors and into the stadium. And uh, this is a main reason why. So if we can catch it early, that's great. He says he's feeling fine. Uh, some of these athletes, guys, you have to remember, you have to understand, they have really good physiques right so like they they build on their bodies their whole job is to make sure their body is healthy that their body is as strong as can be so they're the ones that are gonna that if they contract it it's not gonna affect them near as much as somebody else so um don't just take it and go well these nba players are fine so it's not gonna really matter to me well i don't know it might so just just be careful about it guys still just want to give a warning out there anyways here's justin carr of carlsbad new mexico we're gonna go over to him right now all right, guys, now I'm with Justin Carr of Carlsbad, New Mexico, actually the uh, the, the the birthplace of All Sports Best and where we're at now. Um, he's a senior at Carlsbad High School. Justin, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. All right, so I wanted to talk about just your situation. I, we're in a very similar situation because we both um, are in Carlsbad, New Mexico. You, uh, on the other hand, though, are a senior in high school. So this is affecting you big time because what a lot of students get to experience their senior year, you know, prom, uh, graduation, yeah. things like that. They're very much in question at this point in time. So tell me uh, which of the events that are supposed to happen towards the end of your senior year that you are uh, missing the most right now if they decide to cancel it. So obviously the big one, graduation, you know, um, of course I want to walk and be uh, have graduation on time um all that so that that would that's probably the main thing that i'd be very mad about if they canceled or postponed or whatever um prom you know it's fun but if they canceled it i'm sure i'd find something to do you know what i mean yeah like that wouldn't be too too big for me i see Um, yeah that's really yeah just graduation would be horrible if yeah. they canceled it. Yeah. So, I mean, I teach in, uh, at the same high school that you actually attend. So when we received the news that three weeks mandatory, um, like a hiatus from the high school, um, what, yeah. what was, what were your initial thoughts? And, um, was it only at that point that you decided like, okay, now I need to really actually be serious and take this for real. Yeah. So when I, when I first like, I saw it on my friend Gage. I saw it on his Snapchat story that we didn't have uh, school for three weeks. And so then I started asking everybody, I was like, is this real? Is this real? And then, so my first thought, my very first thought when I heard that we're not having school was, what am I going to do for three weeks? Sure. Not being able to do anything. You know, I knew I was going to be bored, but, um, you know, I, at first I was just like, well, do we have to make it up? Which we don't. Um, are we going to have, like, how are we going to do homework? How is this going to affect graduation? Um, but yeah, now like how, 
we're like what four days into it and yeah. i'm already already been bored every single day um but yeah you know i've my math teacher miss jolly we're having an online class uh the whole like my whole third hour we're having a class here at 11 to 11 30 online oh, okay so um i know a lot of my teachers are posting a lot of stuff online for us to do so when you so, say online class does that mean you guys are doing like a video chat she's on and you yeah. are okay interesting so like a lot of like her say her first hour would be on from like 9 to 9 30 mm-hmm. second hour would be like 10 to 10 30 my my class is 11 to 11 30 on tuesdays and thursdays um so we we're just still continuing a, a little bit of class um I know my English teacher, she told us to work on our senior projects. So uh, we are still doing a lot of schoolwork. Okay, so you actually get to uh, catch up on things if you're behind a little bit and things like that. So that's that's not too bad, but I think that like to kind of expand on what you said about being bored, everybody's dream, every kid's dream, whether you're a you know fourth grader, eighth grader, you know, or a senior in high school, it's just – Hey, you guys get an extra snow day, right? You get a oh, you get a 100%. day off. Amazing, right? And then but then we get to this kind of situation. It's totally different. There you yeah. can't go places, you know, uh restaurants. It's, it's not really a fun time. No, it's not a fun time, man. So tell me about like the vibes in your household with, among your family and friends um and like maybe some of the new rules implemented in your family. All right, so uh you know, I live with my grandpa. He's he's older. He's I think he's about seventy two. Um, he he's taking a lot of precautions. You know, mostly staying inside. Usually he goes out and he's like he's a very social person. So uh, mm-hmm. he goes and talks with other old people at the nursing home. But uh, now, um, my mom is also a nurse at Lakeview, and uh, she said that they're not letting anybody in or uh, anybody like nobody can go in and visit. And are I they know screening? Are they what? Are they screening like every time somebody comes in, say your mom goes to work, that that they have somebody check her and make sure she's good, she's healthy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They check their uh, temperature and then they have to sign a thing that says they don't have symptoms. Okay. And okay. so yeah, I know around my house with my grandpa being old, uh, he wants us to take uh, pretty strict precautions. You know, not no, I can't really have. Uh, friends over uh i know he doesn't want any of my my friends over he doesn't uh he doesn't want me hanging out with friends not not like friends but uh in a big group sure um and you know we uh one of the first days he went out and he bought a whole bunch of like uh food and water and uh san uh, hand sanitizer so uh, he's he's been taking it pretty seriously. So I mean, which is good for him since he you know he is older. You know, it will affect sure. him more. So but, so in order to make sure he's safe, obviously, when you go out, hang out with your friends and stuff like that. When you come home, how do you treat that? You like wash your hands before you you're around him? Do you you know? Oh yeah, first thing I do when I walk in the house is just wash my hands and uh, um put some put my clothes in like the uh the washer and dryer and stuff oh cool okay very cool 
All right, so um, as you know, this is a sports podcast, so we will get into the sporting part of things. The most important tournament, according to most people, including myself, I think you agree with this as well, March Madness has been uh, has been unfortunately canceled, which is probably one of the most heartbreaking um, heartbreaking news items uh, a sports fan could ever receive. Tell oh, yeah. me like what first happened when you heard that news in your mind and then like what you usually do and what you were looking forward to. Uh, well, first off, March Madness, best time of the year. I don't care what anybody has to say. Uh, it's one of my, it's my favorite thing. One of my favorite sports uh, things to watch. I love it. When I first heard it, I was like, there's there's no way they're canceling the whole tournament. You know, millions and millions of people watch this tournament every single year. Yeah. And, you know, there's no way. But, you know, I was like, they, they got to do what they got to do. Um, now, I I was talking to my English teacher, and she was like, well, they'll probably, probably just resume or uh, do it in April. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm devastated about it personally. Yeah, if they did it, if they did postpone it and then end up playing it out, that would actually, that would make my my year a lot better. <laughs> oh, 100%. But, I mean, it just seems right now what it what it kind of came down to was, first, we're, we're playing this tournament. We're going to go ahead and do it, just no fans. But the fact yes. that these players are all from different areas, the you know, it's it's all over the country. You're going to different cities. Obviously, the regions are in different cities. Um, it becomes more in question, and then the travel you have to do. So I think when when we start to think about it, it's like, well, it makes sense that, you know, the more you move around, the more susceptible you are to, to getting something or carrying something. So I, I think they made the right decision, but I also think that, you know, it, it's not fair when you like when you look at it, when you step back a little bit and you go, man, you know, that's just not fair for us as fans. But as far as like it being the right thing to do, I think it was. Yeah, I also think it's not fair for the for the players. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, I, I know I love it. My dad is, you know, obviously the one that got me into all the sports. He loves it. That's after every game I call him and we talk about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's really the funnest thing ever. And to not have March madness is crazy. I actually Um, welcome school during March madness because I know for a fact that (laughs) when I'm in class and there's a game on the, the game is playing in my classroom. Oh, so, you know what I mean? So yeah, you, you, you feel like there's something really cool about being at school and watching games and, and being able to discuss with students and things like that. But unfortunately not this year. So what is your, uh, what is your Netflix queue looking like, or, you know, movie selection looking like for the next uh, couple of weeks? I uh, well, uh, I, I play video games the okay. majority of my time. So I, I'll be on. A, I'm. I have a gaming PC, so I'll be on a Call of Duty mm. the majority of the time. But um, movie, movie wise, uh, I've been getting into a lot of like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer like documentaries. Mm. They they they're just crazy to me. So you're you're on the I, darker side of things right now. Well, well, because I when I go to college, I want to go into psychology. Okay. And so you know, just mental stuff like that. Really, I love it. But so, um, you know, obviously I'm going to throw my favorite movie step brothers in there. Um, yeah, just really not, I don't, I'm not, I don't really watch a lot of movies really. Yeah. 
I, ju- I just hang out. Fair enough, man. Well, I hope that you can stay safe, uh, you know, but still keep yourself entertained, Justin. Thank you so much for being on the show, and I uh, wish you guys the best. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. want to give a big thanks to Justin for being on the show. That's really cool to get perspective from here in my hometown and just kind of another person's view of it because I know what's going on in my town, but at the same time, I don't know what's going on in other people's households and other people's lives. So uh, really cool to get his perspective. And I think fishing's a really good idea because there's plenty of open space when you go fishing. You just kind of can relax and, and enjoy yourself. I'm thinking the same about golf maybe. So if you guys are out there, you're listening, you're like, yeah, golfing sounds pretty good. Hit us up on social media and tell me or send me pictures of you guys going out and golfing and just kind of keeping your distance. All right, next up is our last interview of this podcast. It was exciting to have Nick on. His name's Nick Coppola. He's from Lubbock, Texas. He writes blogs for our website, allsportsbest.com, and you can easily go and check that out at, like I said, allsportsbest.com, or you can go to um, any of our social medias and figure out um, your way there, but Nick is uh, is really good at writing those, so we're glad to have him be a part of our team. But here's uh, without further ado, here's Nick. All right, guys, now I'm here with Nick Coppola of Lubbock, Texas. So we're getting a view from Texas. Uh, he's a senior in high school, so things are looking a lot different for him than a lot of us that maybe had their high school experience and stuff like that. So I really want to hear from you what it's like as a senior knowing that there just might be a chance you might not be graduating, but we're going to get into that here in just a bit. Nick, how are you doing right now, man? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Doing good right now, yeah. And Lubbock, Texas is uh, a pretty big city, right? A lot bigger than the city I'm from and the town that we do this out of. Um, what is What are the vibes like over there? Uh, yeah, it is uh, decently sized city, about 250,000 people live here, but... Um, Right now, we're pretty uh, fortunate and kind of lucky to be living in a city that doesn't have to deal with this yet. Obviously, the coronavirus hasn't reached Lubbock or hasn't yet. It's reached towns close to here. Mm-hmm. But as far as I know, there isn't a person in Lubbock, Texas that has it yet. So I I, I myself, I'm living life pretty much as normal. Uh, I'm still, I still feel comfortable driving places and going places in town. Um, don't really feel like I'm going to get it. And so... The vibe, of course, has changed because uh, everyone's <laughs> worrying about it. Everyone's wondering if we do have to go, if we do have to go into lockdown, or when it does get here, what are we gonna do? Obviously, you still gotta prepare for the worst, so you gotta come up with plans and maybe what what's gonna happen if you do have to go into lockdown. If you're prepared, because you always gotta be prepared for for that, because anything can happen at any time. But so far, life is pretty pretty normal here. At least I'm living life as normal so of course uh the uil here in texas uh suspended all the sports so at least for high school so baseball track all of that is postponed at least till the end of the month i I hope they are able to pick it back up but it's not really looking likely that they will so tell me about school itself You, you make it sound like you guys you're driving around you're going places and and uh and nothing much has changed other than sports are you guys still going to school right now uh, right now we're off for a spring break. Um, okay. That I haven't really heard anything about whether we could go back or whether school will be canceled or whether I have to do online. Nothing has come from that. Yeah, I'm sure since we do pick back up school next week, they'll let us know in the next couple of days what we're going to do. But right now, my, my guess is that they're going to keep going because obviously, as I said, it's not 
the, the virus hasn't reached the city yet. So my my guess, if I had a guess, would be that they're going to pick it back up. But we're still going to go back to school when we do pick it back up. But obviously, they they could just do online class for the rest of the year or anything like that. But if I had a guess, we would probably still be going back to school next week. So are you guys prepared? for online classes i mean because i know colleges and, and we we talk to people from colleges and we talk to people that are doing work from home that you know they just get on their laptop and and they can resume business as usual but in high school a lot of times yes you guys use google classroom google drive all that stuff but are you guys prepared to like take full classes on there is that something that your high school has done in the past or anything like that um it's not something that we have done in the past obviously i think i think the school district would be prepared to go online obviously you can never tell it for sure until it actually happens but but it's really unprecedented because we've never really had to do anything like that i mean have eighteen thousand kids <laughs> taking online classes all at the same time yeah I mean, so you, you you never know obviously i don't know if you can just do it at your own pace and if you're done with all your work at until like at 11, you finish everything, then you can just chill for the rest of the day. Or if you have to do like actual classes, like period by period, you have to do that from eight to four. So I, I don't really, I don't really know how they're going to do it if they were to do it, but I feel like they would be prepared. Obviously it'd be kind of worrying if they weren't. So <laughs> obviously so, I, I think we would be, I, 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 I would be prepared. I okay. think I would be. So yeah. like in New Mexico, which we're, I'm about three hours away from where you are at the moment. Yes. Um, so right now we are at 50% capacity for restaurants. You can't be, you can't, um, host like a full restaurant's worth of seating. Uh, you know, a lot of curbside stuff, a lot of delivery and things like that to make sure that less contact is made. The social distancing is definitely hit here in New Mexico in Texas. Is that not the case? If you go to say, you know, cheesecake factory, you're probably going to see what you normally see when you walk into a cheesecake factory or or are people starting to, you know, make their changes uh, to stay away from each other? I think people are making the changes simply because they're okay. aware of what is happening and they're <laughs> they see it in the news all the time. And they're I, I I'm starting to think that a social gathering, a big social gathering, would kind of be frowned upon at this time because right. obviously of what is happening, and you just want to. Obviously, it hasn't hit here yet, and it's not as bad as it could be. But the time is probably the time for taking precautions probably is now just so it doesn't get bad. So I think that, um, I think people are aware and have that in their mind to limit the contact that you have with other people. So sure. I think that has to be. Okay. Um, what have you been doing to pass the time, man? I mean, you know, I, you say that you're driving around and messing around and stuff like that. If you guys do go into that, that, you know, quote unquote lockdown phase in your town, what are you going to do um, other than online classes if they have you do that, but, you know, for fun or for entertainment? Uh, well, there haven't been any sports to pass the time or anything like that. So I've just been th – this past weekend, I've just been hanging out. Just I've been watching a lot of movies and just hanging out in my house, playing, playing video games and sure. all that stuff. Just basic stuff that you would do while you're at home. So – all right, so yeah. give me the update on the movie watching. What have you seen so late lately? I'm trying to see how long it would take to go through the entire MCU, at least so far. So Oh, really? <laughs> like yeah, from beginning like, to end or just random? 
in order. So starting from Iron Man and until the, the the very end. I'm through the first Avengers right now, so I'm five movies down. Dang. So. And how long how long did it take you to take those five down? The the whole the whole weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So that's how long it took me. It 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 it, it, it took a while, but they're not but short did, movies. Like they, yeah, they're not. All, all all of them are like two hours long. So. Golly, that's dedication, man. I give you props. But yeah, that's I mean that's a cool uh, way of looking at things and going about you know just being able to relax at home and stuff like that. I feel like at one point we're all going to be like, all right, now we're getting kind of bored. So we're going to try and put out content and stuff like that. You write a blog for all sports best. A lot of times, um, putting out really, really cool stuff. Um, can you talk about anything to come soon? Uh, yeah, I I was planning on rolling a a few things out, obviously because there are zero sports except for NFL news right now. It'd be kind of hard, but obviously NFL, a lot happened in the NFL yesterday. So I am a football writer at heart. So I will probably, probably be writing something about maybe NFL free agency. I was going to continue writing XFL things, but XFL of course is suspended along with the rest of the leagues. Yeah. So since since NFL free agency is the only thing really happening in sports right now, I think we would expect to see something like that up on the website soon. So I, I like to at least ask one or two sports questions to each of the um, people on this follower podcast. And so my question to you um, that's different from the others is if you are Donovan Mitchell, are you forgiving Rudy Gobert or is it going to take a lot for you to get through this and, and you probably aren't getting along? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I feel like if you did get the coronavirus from a teammate and you knew that teammate was being pretty careless, obviously we saw <laughs> Gobert before he did the press get the conference. coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Press conference touching every single microphone and chair and everything that he could, that he could find. He was a bit being <laughs> kind of ignorant and dismissive about, about the whole thing. So I, I, and he did get it from Gobert. That's who he got it from. Yeah. So that's – I feel like if you give me a potentially deadly disease, I think it, there would be some <laughs> bridges that would have to be mended and rebuilt. So I wouldn't blame Donovan Mitchell at all if he was um, upset or angry at Rudy Gobert because I definitely would be as well if I knew that he was acting careless through a time where we definitely cannot be. Yeah, Absolutely. Nick, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast, man. I appreciate you being on, and and I can't wait till the next uh, blog, guys. Go check out allsportsbest.com to check out some content from Nick and uh, his talented uh, writing abilities. So, um, Nick, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the All Sports Best Podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and join the conversation. Till next time, this is the All Sports Best Podcast. Ah!